Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spirit Talk Radio. My name is Angel and I am your host. I would like to extend to you this invitation to join me today on a journey of exploration, discovery, and clarity with one of the many guests from the community who is committed to helping us all on our journey of spiritual transformation. Enjoy the show and be prepared to ask questions if you have them. Looking forward to seeing you today, tomorrow, and thereafter. Enjoy. Oh my goodness. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Spirit Talk Radio. I am Angel and I'm so excited to be here this evening with our special guest on this crazy hot Tuesday evening, we have Lori Wondra. I love your name, Wondra. It's just like, it's like you're a wonder. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Shaman and psychic medium. Um, I was talking to, to, to Lori uh, as we were preparing for the show, and I'm looking at her website to get ready, and, and she has got so much fun stuff in her process, and I wanted to start by, it's like your life core is kind of your 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 message yeah yeah it is yeah it is our our core for me core is center of resource energy because we're energy and so for some people that can be your brain for some people can be your heart but the fact is is everything is energy and i'm I kind of have a geeky science side to me anyway, that I love bringing in the energy and being able to mirror science and the metaphysical worlds together. It's one of my gifts that I do. I love it. You do something else that I love. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm also a, a, co- a life coach in a, in a medium and I am addicted to sunflowers. And I noticed that you have <laughs> sunflower on your website and I love the sunflower because it's like the one flower that represents that connection to the divine light. Yes. And, and yes. I was looking at it like, oh, my gosh, she's got a sunflower. She's, we're soul sisters, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also, it's, it's the magic is it's sacred geometry. I mean, if you look at the core of it, it is just, it's sacred geometry in all its beauty, right? The center yes, of the sun and then the connection to all. Yes, absolutely. So, I think I think you and I are going to change the world together right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great plan. We need some changes. Actually, the universe is changing stuff right under our feet. So you know, oh, we're yes. just holding on for the ride. <laughs> yes, they are. And, and, and as a as a um, a medium, I, I noticed that I I'm connecting with a lot of intuitives and clairvoyants and mediums and tarot card readers that are taking on the the mantle of being these life purpose coaches in addition to just the the work it's like shifting people's reality and taking people to the next level with this gift that you have what brought what what shifted you in that direction or did you start in that direction and then uh, and then tap into your I started well I started talking to archangels when I was in second grade I mean I got in trouble talking (laughs) to Archangel Michael because I was talking to him in the hallway of a Catholic school I went to a Catholic school when I was young oh wow oh girl you are a mess (laughs) I I love no actually I love telling that story because up until that point I just thought everybody could see what I saw I mean I honestly had this belief that 
because I could see, so could everybody else. So I couldn't understand why I was getting in trouble. And so I've always had the gift. I hated going to funerals as a small child because, you know, I just could see things, right? And I went through college for information technology, that's computer science, and moved up the ranks of, of corporate technology and became an executive. So that's the science part of me. But all along, I used my intuition. I was wicked in the boardroom. You know, I couldn't, <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't really call people out, but that's where I really used coaching. So I became an executive assertive because that was my way of bringing a gift into corporate America. I couldn't just say, I remember I had a boss once and he, he challenged me. He said, Lori, you can't just say you have a gut feeling. And I'm standing in my mm. office and I'm like, but yes, I can. <laughs> I have a knowing. I actually have a knowing. <laughs> but, but I, I had to say it. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. Right. Exactly. Oh, and, and so I had to, had to figure out how to bring that in. And, and that's why I think a lot of the life coaches are also figuring out a way how to make more of it mainstream for those that are non-believers, yeah. right? Yeah. I oh, would that's say so interesting. that's so interesting. I love it. I do. The, there's more and more that are being called to what I call as the light runners because they literally run ahead of the pack. And then there's the light leaders and the, and the light workers, you know, we can use all sorts of those terms, but I think there are more and more that are listening or heeding the call they just don't know how to bring that in and they're trying to figure out how to manipulate or how to bring that energy into where they are today and I think one of the things that people are really struggling with is they're feeling or they're hearing these messages of the universe and they think or they feel like I just have to leave my job I just have to leave what I'm doing because I can't use it here and that's the magic that we're moving into is there's more acceptability and how do you use energy healing while you're doing, you know, hair or makeup or eyebrows or how do you use energy when you're sitting in a boardroom, that type of thing. So I think that's the emergence that we're really going to play into or see in the, in the upcoming years. So I'm excited about it. I am too. And, and I love, you know, what you said in uh, people, are evolving, and I and I almost feel like that's kind of what we're looking at, right? We're we're looking on the the, the before side of the picture. Yeah. You see somebody's before and after picture, and we're going into the huh. after, and it's about how we choose to step forward, right? Yeah. And then, sorry, I just had this visual angel. You've got the middle where we are right now, the messy, nobody's getting haircuts, right? So you have this oh chaotic. My God. You know? Oh, we, and then, my God. Friend, my friends and I have started, are, are calling it the COVID hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that in, be, in between state. But you know, I'm I am so accustomed to walking in between states and, and that's the term I'd like to, if it's okay, I'd like to just touch on the, the shaman part because um, yes. many, many people think shaman means tribal Native American, you know, the tribes of Peru and that mm-hmm. type of thing. And certainly mm-hmm. that is one variation, but to me, shaman is I walk between worlds. I'm an old medicine woman, an old healer. I walk between worlds and that's all worlds. In fact, Minnesota Minneapolis Magazine wrote an article about me a number of years ago because I, I, for the longest time, I walked the path between corporate executive 
IT, information technology, and my spiritual world. And that was about four or five years ago, and I've since left that world full time. I do some consulting and coaching, but I, I walk that in between. And so when I talk about the shaman, everything, I walk between every world, between animals and plants and archangels and ascended masters and loved ones that have crossed over crystals. I mean, I walk between everything and anything that's energy. And I think that's part of the new, new, new age or the new, I'm also a paradigm shifter or paradigm buster. And I think that's one of my purposes is just to teach people the old ways are still important and we need to honor those, but there's also a, a increase of um, the healing gifts and the things that are coming in that are really going to support us going forward. I love it. And it's so true. It's, it's so true. And in being able to see it from both sides, um, the corporate side, which had to be hard, you know, um, I can relate to that. You're, you're living the corporate life, you're doing the corporate thing. And on the weekends you go home and you sit around with a bunch of people, you burn some stage and talk to spirits. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I, I love that part of mine because for so many years, I actually did both jobs full time, you know, so evenings, weekends, whenever I, I could, you know, I was writing my books while I was, you know, traveling on the road because I did a, a lot of traveling on the road in corporate America. But that also allowed me to connect with some of the spiritual healers from Argentina and Peru and even England and, and those areas just everywhere around the world, they seem to just show up for me. So I feel like I was totally gifted. The universe just took care of me. And, and my purpose is to bring, bring that information and bring that light to whoever's ready to hear it. I do. I love it. And so before we start talking, you got a lot of people wanting to talk to you, which is always exciting. Sure. But- I thought I would love to hear um, some of what you're getting. You speak to the archangels, um, you're connected to spirit. What kind of messages are you hearing about this craziness that we're going through right now with the pandemic and our politicians and China with all the stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to say to, to some of our listeners out there that maybe have followed, let's say, Hopi or native stories about the destruction and recreation of earth, or if you followed the Meldek and the Lemurian and fall of Atlantis, you know, those stories, you know, some people, they follow history and how did, how did man, uh, go through destruction and and go through creation. And there's a lot of beliefs that we're going through that destruction and a recreation without having to burn everything down. And we knew back in 2017, the astrology tells us back in in 2017, we were coming into Pluto, which we're at now. And Pluto is about total death and rebirth of all the it's an outer planet, so it's it's everything that's outside of us. So our mm. judicial system, our legal, our churches, our schools, our healthcare system, our food, everything that's not our body, those things that support us around us have the potential to go through total shift or th- total change. And how we go through that is really dependent as is the state as to what it is. Does it have to be totally put down to dust and rebuilt or are there components of it that are still workable. And so this time, as you said earlier, this time is really that pause for all of us. And we talk about 
living in third dimension and wanting to have access to fifth dimension, 12th dimension, 24th dimension, all these other dimensions. And in those dimensions, it's all about love. Time really doesn't exist. It's about humanity. It's about relationships. Those are the things that really are vibrationally equal in those dimensions. And so this pandemic is really was really meant to slow us down from a vibrational frequency that was off for our souls. We were going, think about a runaway train <laughs> that has no brakes <laughs> and it's just going because that's the track that we're on. And so this p- pandemic is really meant to slow us down, to really force us to take a look of at what are we doing? Where are we doing? How are we doing it? And who are we doing it with and make those changes and and it's also bringing about I, I feel like this is the biggest time for us to heal some of those past lifetime wounds those childhood wounds those ancestral wounds so it's bringing up things for us like our ancestors so people will say to me all of a sudden i have an urge to bake bread or i i feel like i just have to hoard or i feel like i'm eating all the time well these are our bodies contain cellular memories of our ancestors. So if you have an ancestor that lived through the depression or starvation times, it's kicking in that cellular memory that you just want to eat. You want to just eat to to shore up that you have something for the future. Or if um, you lived during a, a time where there was um, where there was a, a royalty or uh, leaders took over the country, it's going to dip you into more of the conspiracy side. Does that make sense? Yes, so it does. Bringing up, it's bringing up all this crazy cellular stuff that we're like, don't know how to handle it because it's, it's a part of us because it's part of ourselves, but we really haven't been equipped or don't have the language around asking the questions like, well, maybe it's not yours. Maybe it's your ancestors maybe it's part of your past lifetime or soul agreement that you have um we have language around you know social norms and about childhood the imprints that we get as child but we really don't as a society don't have the dialogue to educate us or help us about those past lifetime things and so this lifetime is all about clearing that up and we need downtime to do that. And so I'm calling this time as our, our greatest chance of evolution on a, on a planet basis, because if we're using that time wisely, we're learning about ourselves, we're healing those wounds, we're going to come out of this. Um, some, of, some of you that are listening are going to come out of this and just say, I can't go back to work, or I can't live with this person anymore that I'm with, <laughs> or I, I can't live in this that I'm at now I'm serious because it's really it's bringing up all of that for us it, on the magnitude that we just were not prepared to to handle it is you you hit it on the nose I love it because you're not you're absolutely right and everybody says the same thing I've had so many different types of um, practitioners on this last couple months so much more than I than I normally have because everything was opening up and I had a, um, a Vedic astrologer on over the weekend he literally said exactly what you said he talked about Pluto and yep. all of the stuff and it's just so fascinating I like to call it God put <laughs> us on pause God put us on pause <laughs> he Absolutely. pressed the hold 
the hold button. <laughs> yeah, but everything, so to me, astrology is just another one of those realms. Everything is connected and everything gives us the messages of what we need to do. And as humans, we've along the path lost some of those connections to all those messages, whether they're coming from the stars, from our animals, from our angels guides, you know, from our intuition, we've lost that connection. And this is an opportunity for us to, to plug in to those different places. And again, part of that is dealing with those own old wounds that, that we didn't even know were there. <laughs> it's time for That's them to really go. Right. Yeah, that's really great. So um, would you like to take a caller before we move on since you have so many people waiting? Sure, absolutely. Okay, so let's see who's up here first. Good evening. You're on the line with Lori. Who are we speaking to? Are you there? Okay, I can't vacuum. I can't watch okay, people. We're gonna, I can't even we're gonna, we're gonna I can't. come back to them. They're dealing with their life. <laughs> life happens, right? Thank you for holding. You're on the air with Lori. Who are we speaking to? Hello? So you got people. Hi, Lisa. Lisa. There you go, Lisa. I was about to let Hello, you go. Lisa, can Hi. We can hear you. She's all yours, oh, Lori. Hi, Lisa. I can hear you okay. Hello, Lori. Uh, I'm excited for you. Let's go. Uh, my heart is just uh, is beautiful. But but I have a particular question. Like I'm a little bit anxious, and uh, I, I and uh, so I I I have a confusion. I have a my 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 male friend. We've been talking for a few months. He tells me uh, I, I'm I'm gonna visit you. We can have uh, we can go far. Uh, but I, I am not sure if if he ha- if he has made a uh, severe uh, what day of the week or uh, uh, or any time because uh, I may not be here. Uh, I hate I hate for the, the the for him to be waste of time and we have a uh, we have to talk about a situation and that's my that's what I want to know that if you see him uh, actually as talking. Uh, I know he's been to my home, and uh, I, I was not aware of it. Yeah, I feel it's like it's a good thing. Yeah, there's a, I don't get that, he, that he's creepy or anything or that he's going to hurt you. I don't get that at all, Lisa. But, but, what, I, but, what, I, but what I do get, whoops, I've got some background stuff going here. I don't know if you can still hear me, Lisa. <laughs> can you still hear me? We had some background Oh, okay. Yep. We just had some music. That must have been one of the angels popping in or something. Um, but I don't get that he's creepy. But also, we're in this uh, 2020 is a huge year of Venus energy. And Venus energy is all about relationships. And it shows up really differently for people. And when I was talking about wounds, what you're giving him is the opportunity for him to kind of open up about some things or come clean about some things. And again, I don't hear this as he's a creepy person, but he's scared. And so what he does is he comes and he goes. And so you only get half truth or you only get a partial truth from him. Do you understand that message? Yeah. And I also don't feel like he's ready to give you the full truth. So if you've met with him before or you've talked to him before, it's like you get, it becomes frustrating for you. I I feel like there's a better opportunity later on this year than there is right now. Because I I just don't feel like he's done all the work um, 
and there's a coming clean. I don't know even know what. There's a coming clean with what you guys need to talk about. Does that make sense? That's good. Yeah, gives me sense. Yes, please. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. Give them a little bit more time. <laughs> Just a little bit more time. Okay. Thank you for calling. You enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. Thank you, Angel. Thank you. You're welcome, sweetheart. Talk to you later. Awesome. That was kind of cool. The angelic music came on while you were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. You know, I have shut my phones off and tucked them into drawers, and sometimes they ring anyway. So it's, you know, it's like, oh, well. So the angels, um, people miss. Uh, miss a lot of signs from angels since that came on. The angels make themselves clear in all kinds of interesting ways, don't they? Absolutely. And one of the things that I teach and and encourage people to practice on is we're really great in, well, I should say some people are really great in asking the angels for help or asking for help or asking for messages, like just please bring me a sign. But then our humanness steps in and we fail to see the response or we expect it to be a certain way versus just being observant and being aware of what might be out of the ordinary, such as finding feathers or pennies or seeing an an animal image or a word, um, you know, the same word or the listening to the same song over and over and over again. Our loved ones also deliver messages that way as well as the archangels and the angels. But People, they just get frustrated and they give up. So they might ask for help or clarity in a situation. And then if they don't get it in the time frame that they they think they should have it or it's not in the format that they think they should have it, they give up. And um, our angels and guides and our loved ones don't ever give up on us. They just don't. And so typically what happens if, if we ask for that information and we miss the the sign they're just going to come at us harder and sometimes coming at us harder is creating that same situation that we're asking for help about because then it causes us to ask for help again <laughs> so right. we get, right. we get I'm sorry I think right I was just agreeing with you that that's so yeah. true yeah, and so you know, if if we ask for that, the one thing I suggest to people is set aside some time. I, I suggest put a notebook by your bed, you know. So it's first first thing before you go to bed, or first thing in the morning. Ask your question then, and then make it a habit to just write that out. And you can use that too for dream, you know, um, dream time things. But sometimes the messages come to us in dreams. Or we just wake up knowing because the souls still do a lot of work at night. It's it's when the astral beings and the energies of the universe have a better chance to interact with us because we're kind of shut down. Where our minds are in a, a different and altered state in order to to access that information. Well, that was really interesting. So talk to us about that. So talk about there were two things you said that really stood out for me. One was this concept of asking for your question. And what I find, I run into people, you ask a question, so you get on the the call or I set an appointment and I have a question, uh, am I going to meet the man in my dreams and so on and so forth. And you say, yes, this is what's going to happen. And then I sit and then I just, I'm waiting. I'm just like anxious. And it's almost like I'm not trusting the process. Right. Uh, Right. And 
when, when you oh. said you've got to trust it. It's like you got to put it out. you got to put it in the, on the boat to send out to the divine. you got to wait for it to happen. you got to trust. you got to be patient, right? Right. And you have to put it out there without expectation because then oftentimes the universe is always listening and it's always responding to us. We live in a conversation state world. Everything is energy. So every thought, every feeling, it gets transmitted and there's a response back. It doesn't go out just into Neverland. We get a response back. And so when we put something out into the universe and and based on our timeline, and again, we're in this third dimension. So we have we have time here in third dimension, but the other dimensions, they don't have time. And so when we wait for that to come back to us and it doesn't come back, then we try to reason away. And I hear people say, well, it, it must not be, I don't need a man anyway, or I don't need a relationship, or I must not be ready for a relationship. Well, you know where I'm going with this, Angela? You have yes, just- I do. You have just transmitted that vibration back out to the universe, and the universe goes, "Oh, okay, I'll, I'll all right, never mind. Out. Yeah, never mind. You know, never mind. I'll delete that request. Okay, we've, got, <laughs> so, we've got lots to do. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot going on, so if you don't want, it, it's that whole thing of everything you say, you know, is, is important. It's like when you do affirmations, you don't talk about what you don't want. You right. talk about what you want. Right. You feel that vibration. You, you live in that vibration. And the difficult time right now is because so many people are working through ancestral wounds and old wounds and things that we don't even know that are there. It is digging up more of that negative talk or more of that low vibration stuff. We really have to kind of muscle through it because it is a, yeah. it is a challenging time, right? Right. Here comes the shaman talking. I love it. And then I, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine and um, she's working on her book and she's doing an amazing job right now. And one of the things she said was, um, which tickled me, she said, well, you know, I was going to do this, but I can't do it. So I guess I have to do this now because God shut the world down. It said it like a, it felt like a, like a dig. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're about to, this was a happy thing. (laughs) (laughs) So, so it's really, and, and God or the universe didn't shut it down. Think about winter time. You know, I'm in Minnesota here in winter time. I look out the window, everything looks dead, but there's magic happening under the earth, right? It's a period. And so the same with when we, when we sleep at night, we go into sleep and rest mode. So we're never shut down. We're never not doing something, but we have this perception that we always have to be acting or we always have to be showing a material or a tangible result when actually even meditating or sitting and contemplating or talking to your angels, that's doing something. It is, right. everything is energy. Everything is doing. Oh, my goodness. Let's take another call because you're, you've got people excited. I'm excited. We're going to see if somebody else would like to, to share some time with you. Thank you for holding. You are on the air with Lori. Hi. My name is Patricia, and I've enjoyed listening to you. Um, I resonate so much with what you've been saying um, for the past, uh, several years, I have completely uh, felt the need to distance myself from my um, family, mm-hmm. and it is a it is like a desire, and I feel so free. I um I I just can't go back to 
my siblings the way they are negative. Mm-hmm. And I I just feel like I'm going into a new life and I just don't know what to do. Um and I wanted to find out if um the angels have a message for me. Well, Patricia, thank you for that question because you're not alone in many Many families are experiencing that. And we believe when we're born into a family, we should stay, we should make it work. We should, you know, our family should love us and we should have these. We have a lot of shoulds in our life. But this lifetime for many people is an in-between lifetime. And that just means that you're cleaning up karma, you're cleaning up the old wounds, you're um, finishing any agreements or contracts that you might have and you're preparing for a future or for futures lifetimes. And so you're disconnecting from your soul family, you're completing that, and then you're preparing yourself for a new soul group or for like your next mission. And so when we make those breaks, there's a freeing that happens because there's a completion. And in our society, sometimes it's looked upon as, oh my gosh, you've stepped away from your family, how awful is that? But it is one of the things that we are, are doing in in this lifetime. And we're seeing a phenomenon where there's family lineages just stopping, like there's no more male males in the family or the, 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 they're not having children to carry on the lineage because we're stepping into something future. So the angels, what your guides have, you have two, you have two angels that are coming in behind you. I also get a, a grandmother. Um, it feels like it's mom's side of the family that's coming in that simply just says it has been time. It is time. There's been a lot of um, right or wrong. There's been a lot of strife that's come through the family for you. And it's taken you a lot of courage to step away uh, from, I would say, particularly that side of the family. It just feels like there's some lineage there that has some um, uh, behaviors, some emotional devastating behaviors is what they're saying that just aren't going to need to go forward for you. And so what to fill your time with and to really be selective in where you spend your time is really come to that place of joy. I also get you're, you're kind of loving this pandemic. Is that true? Or you're kind of loving this downtime because it's giving you oh, time yeah. to just, yeah. And I don't, I don't like to call people introvert extrovert because it's, it's not like that, but it's like you're loving this time because it gives you space and time just to be by yourself and not have to do anything. And so spirit is giving, giving you time right now to really also investigate what do I what do I want to do? What's important to me? What do I want to watch on TV or what do I want to read a book or where do I want to go? Those what do I want to eat tonight? Those types of things. It's about freedom for you. Okay? Mhm. Mm-hmm. All right. Absolutely. There's also um go ahead. Uh I didn't say anything. Oh, okay. I was just going to say there there also feels like are you waiting for a man to come into your life? Are you waiting for a relationship? Are you waiting? Um, I was, but then, you know, what I'm doing now is if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I'm um, working on myself, and I feel um, like I'm more whole. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a whole person, yeah. So the reason that they're talking to me, I jotted down 
uh, relationship is because just as we talked earlier about using the words of the vibration is like if the perfect partner, vibrational equal, perfect partner that, that fit to where you are, walked into your life today, you would be ready for that. And so just stay, stay away from the words like if it doesn't happen, then it doesn't. Because what spirit is saying is, oh, yeah, this one is ready when the right one comes in. And I don't know that you're that far off from that. It feels like it's, it, it could be um, like early next spring in that. You're not, <laughs> sorry, your guides are making me laugh. It's like you have this view on yourself that, that you, you understand where you are in your timeline, but it's not as bad as you feel it is. So I feel like you're going to get through this fairly quickly, okay? Oh, God, yeah, I do believe it. <laughs> Yeah, and that was wonderful. That was wonderful. I, I love it. What a great, what a great <laughs> message. How are you feeling? Did you like that message from Lori? I absolutely loved it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. She asked a really brave question because there's a lot of people that are staying with their family members because they think it's their duty or they think it's their responsibility or that's just what they do. And I tell you, with the, with this year, with all the Venus energy, actually it started in like 2017, is this split. And we are going through a huge shift in energy or a culling, we could call it a culling, of, of the vibrational frequency, those that are going to be going forward and those that are going to just be in, in where they are right now. And sometimes that creates a split right down the family. Yes, it does. Yeah. Well, thank you for, for calling in. I hope you have some good luck with this process. And I'm going to let you thank listen you. to the rest of the show. Thank you. I, I love what you said there. Um, I recently connected with an old friend, and she uh, married for 30 years. Um, everybody thought they had a great relationship. She woke up like a few months ago and was like, you know what? This has never really worked for me, and it's not working for me today. I'm out. Uh-huh. And, and, it, and it shocked everybody, and I didn't know because I hadn't heard from her in a while. And she told me, I'm like, oh, my God, how brave was that? And it was so clear to me. And everybody always says the same thing, right? Oh, we knew it wasn't working. Yeah, <laughs> after that, right? <laughs> right, but it, uh, but it does. It, it takes a, it takes a lot of courage, and sometimes it is that fast. You just wake up and you're like, I just don't, I don't want to do this anymore. I just, I'm done. Um, and we're in that time right now, and there's a lot of support coming to us from the astral planes, from the other realms that are really pushing us to kind of get on with the soul journey. We're, we're here to experience life and here on earth, but we really, we're here to experience the expansion of the soul. And if we're stuck in the same relationship or the same thing over and over and over again, we're really not evolving the soul. We're just, we're, it, we're stuck. And so this is the energy that we're in for like the next <laughs> 2020 and the next 20 years is all about discovery and about all evolution of the soul. Wow, I love that. that that's, and that's so true, the evolution of the soul. There's a difference between spirit and soul. And that soul, who you mm-hmm. are, who you're supposed to be, you know, we can fight the evolution. Yep. Or we can, or we can let it go and just roll well, it. And, right. And I think so many people are realizing they're searching for the soul. They're searching for their core essence. They're, they're understanding that they've been 
veiled or they've been enslaved or they've been, you know, things have been dictated to them. And so they're, they're digging deep to find the essence. Once you find any little shimmer of that essence of the soul, it like lays the whole pathway and, and there's oh, really yeah. no stopping. It's just like, once you, once you get a taste, it's like you have to go on, on that way. So the other thing that we're experiencing that I wanted to just touch on, which um, I thought with Patricia's questions is we're, we're getting downloaded. We're, we're getting upgraded or our change of our own personal software. So as we're doing all this old cleanup on ancestral wounds and um, past lifetime things, or we're completing contracts, we have this expectation that we won't get another mission or we won't get other programs. And so there's a lot of things that are coming to us that are creating programs in us, both good and not so good. The good stuff is we're always getting fed, um, what I say, code. It's like software, computer software that upgrades us. And sometimes it's not even for us. It might be for somebody else, but we're a carrier to give to somebody else. So people might notice they're connecting with old friends or they're connected. As you mentioned, you connect with an old friend. It's like you might be carrying code or a key for her. Um, so we're, we're playing, that's part of the, the light workers role is to carry and be the carriers of this information for others to either give them the program or give them a key, like the license key to unlock what they, what they need to do. Very nice. And I noticed a lot more people are being called to the light work now during this whole evolution. People are going, coming into the to the shelter in place as an attorney and then at the end of it they're like I am a healer now or I am a reader now <laughs> everywhere <laughs> everywhere is is there like a new um wave kind of like a renaissance an opening renaissance of the whole light worker process right now are well, we having an it, awakening it, we're 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 always awakening, but we're returning to our essence. So if, if we go back to past lifetimes, you can go back to the time of Atlantis and the Atlanteans. They had all 12 strands of their DNA activated. And in this lifetime, we only have two strands of our, our DNA activated, but we're awakening. We're awakening to all those those gifts. And so I, too, I was an IT executive. I was a chief information officer for huge global companies for years while I also did my gift. So I was constantly asking my angels and guides, why are you putting me in this job? Why are you putting me in Brazil? Or why am I going to Argentina? You know, why am I, why am I going to, you know, Wichita, Kansas, that type of thing. And um, their answer is that our left and our right brain needs to come together to really open up that third eye or really understand the I am presence, the essence of who we are. And so that is, I'm seeing more, I have clients that are doctors, psychiatrists, surgeons, nuclear physicists. It's, they're finally able to bring the words that, that people don't look at them like they're a total nutcase. They're, they're able to marry that and bring science into the metaphysical. And it, it's, it's real. It's not some fake, you know, wooey-wooey stuff. Wooey-wooey, I love it. And the 12 strand DNA, 12 strand DNA is a huge conversation that's been coming up around just who we are. You know, they used to say when, when I was in school, like we only use like 20% of our brain. It turns out we only use like 15, 20% of our entire essence, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And there's, there's even, there's some belief that we only actually use 5% of our brain, you know, that we have this huge capacity and, and that's what's veiled or that's what's shut down. And so as we become more curious and as science continues to push and to give us tools and techniques, techniques, we become more trusted, but also part of the wounds, part of the wounds that we are, um, healing is we've all had past lifetimes where we've either been the persecutor or we've been the persecuted. And so we're coming, we're coming into a lifetime where we get to kind of marry that or kind of heal that. And if we were persecuted, we get to get rid of the fear. If we were the persecutor spirit is going to give us opportunity to face some pretty life altering situations that we, we don't judge so heavily the the other the metaphysical stuff no that's really really cool um i really like that that concept that was really brilliant so i'm going to take another caller because our okay. know, board has just lit up so let's see who else we got thank you for holding uh, on the air with Lori. hi thanks for taking my phone call my name's suzanne hi suzanne yes i just wanted you to see i'm um I'm not going to say that I'm not going to find a man. So I'm going to, I overheard what you say to say the universe I am. So I'm looking for a significant other. And do you see me getting a new job in September? Because I don't think I should, it wasn't feeling my heart when I was working at. Well, first of all, there's an intuitive energy that's around you. And so when you say like in September in that there's a feeling of somebody coming to you, is that correct? There's a feeling that you have. Well, yeah, I have a feeling, but I'm looking for a new job in September, too. Okay. So that's the third dimension. So things happen to us in the other dimensions before they come into the third, before they come into this dimension. And so if you're saying, I'm going to look for another job in September, you've already been putting that energy out into the universe that don't bring me anything until September. And so if you want to start interviewing or you want to start casting the seeds before that, don't be so fixed on that date. Because I do feel like if you just start in in September, it's going to take a few months. It's just going to take. They're they're giving oh, me. Oh no two. no! I want. I'm going to start beforehand. The schools are closed on Long Island, so they're not going to go back till September. Got it. Got it. I got it. Got job. it. Yeah, I have a job in September. I'm just looking for a different, like teacher aide or bus monitor job, closer to home or pays more money. Just a different one that would start in September. Yeah, I I feel. I'm just. I'm getting November. I'm getting because it it just feels like everybody's shuffling around. Um, there's going to be something that is offered. It might be the job that you have, but it just I get November. I'm landing on November, and so that's what they're saying is to look now, really put the effort in because otherwise it just feels like you're gonna you're gonna go to or you're gonna be in this job and then it's gonna be November. Does that make sense? Well, I mean, I'm, I would look for other things and put applications out. Yes, of course. But that's what I was kind of trying to ask. Do you see me if I start like June, July, August, or not before then to put applications out for bus monitor TJ? Do you see me getting something for September? Or do you see me going back to what I was doing and then something in November? I I feel like you're going to go back to what you're doing because there's still a lot of shifting that's going to happen in the September, October time period. We're not going to be fully out of this whole COVID-19 thing. And, and okay, so with, I might not, 
I might not go back to work till November. With with that shifting, you'd go back to that existing job or to that area. But I'm getting November. I'm just getting that the job that you want is going to be there in November. That's what I keep hearing, dear. So you think in September I'm going to go back to the old job and then get a new one in November? Yep, yep, yep. yes. And do do you see a significant other coming in? So there's a little bit, so your heart hurts from a recent one. Is that true? You're still working on your heart. I'm feeling it no, in my not lungs. At all. My... I'm, de- I'm definitely ready. I'm just not meeting quality people who are looking for a relationship. So there's, there's residue in the lungs and the heart from the last one that you were with. And even if it was five years ago or 10 years ago, there's heart residue. And I'm feeling it like... As I'm talking, as I'm breathing, I'm feeling it almost as wispy, cobwebby energy up in my lung area. And so it is to clear away that. So if there was something in that relationship that left you feeling um, left behind is the words that they're using. Like you feel like you got left behind. So we might have just left and not given you a reason why or didn't get healed. It's just to spend just a little bit of time, clear that energy. I'm just asking if I can clear that energy for you now. So if you feel like you have to sneeze or cough or anything, I'm just, I'm in that energy field for you. And then with that, I do feel like there's the opportunity around, it feels like you're going to be with somebody around Christmas time, New Year's. It feels like (laughs) that's a big thing for you. Is that true? Christmas, New Year's. Yes, you're you're right. Christmas and New Year's. You're right. Yeah. It's a big thing for you. It's where your heart really feels, you know, I just want to be with somebody. It's it's just, and so I just feel like you're going to go into the holiday season celebrating with someone. Now, when I, when I say that, Suzanne, it's to continue to look for someone because I've had People, the angels give them a time or date, and then they do nothing. <laughs> it's so, and you know that. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even know what to do anymore because online's not working, and you really can't go out. And then when I go out, they're all married, like in the past, not the pandemic now. So I don't even know what to do anymore. So that's maybe what the energy that I'm picking up of in the heart in that is this this um this dread or this like oh you know I'm gonna meet. I'm going to meet people that aren't matched to me or I'm going to meet people that are married or that type of thing because it's, it's residue and that might be left over from the very last one that you dated that you had feelings for. You found out he wasn't available or he just wasn't who he, who you said he was going to be. So just reset all that. Have faith and you can call Archangel Shamuel in. If you forget the names, let's call the relationship angels in to, to kind of bring that, bring that um, person to you. Okay. Okay, I can do that. All right, perfect. Okay. That was really good. That was really powerful. I hope that that was helpful. Thank you for call. Thank you for calling in. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So what I liked about that was you you talked about some energy, kind of in our heart yeah. and and the residue. Talk to us about that. Where, where that what what you were feeling and and how you're able to help people. Move, move that out of the way. Clear the spider web so they can get on with what yeah. they. Yeah. Well, our our bodies are pretty darn amazing. And so one of the things that I teach is is for people to identify. You know, when you have aches and pains in your body, we kind of blow it off as well. You know, I was I it was for my workout or I was cleaning or you know crawling around on the floor or something. We we're so quick to reason it away, but if something is persistent 
to us or something that just shows up an, an odd ache or pain I don't go to the medical I go to the energetic because our energy bodies are reside outside of us and they have been taking hits for us before it even gets to our physical body so if I have something going on let's say my upper back that's that that's the area that we often get hugged in and it would be very symbolic of you're just missing love or you're missing that that emotional connection if you've got pain in the lower back it has to do with more your root chakra stability security financial security job security your sexuality that type of thing and so you start looking at it from an energetic standpoint speaking to the body from an energetic standpoint to release the energy and then the physical body can rejuvenate or or heal itself as it releases the energy that's really stuck there or or um it, it's 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 like gray. So what I was feeling in my chest was a heaviness. Like I kept wanting to take a deep breath or to cough, and you know, then I in my etheric field I could see the grayness in her chest or in the heart area, which is residue. You know, that gray matter or smoke or that energy is residue that just doesn't belong there because she's pure in her energy. So anything that shows up really isn't hers or doesn't belong in there anymore that's really great and then um as we work through the stuff you know we talked about past lives and we have all this junk kind of in our box that could be causing us to not move forward you can clear all this stuff up by going through this process that you were kind of taking her through and now my story is different now when i walk forward i can leave those shackles behind me right Absolutely. You know, that's part of it is knowing that it's there or being able to identify it. And that's, that's one of the beauties of our brain, but it's also a downfall is we spend so much time and energy trying to figure out, to figure out or relate it to something in our present life instead of just observing it and, and declaring it, noticing the behavior and noticing the filter that we have and then being able to let it go. We, we spend so much time trying to find how did it get there? Why is it there? You know, who did it to me? <laughs> that type of thing. In, instead of, <laughs> instead of, right. Instead of just, this is the way it is. And in the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't matter who, because everything was, put there for you to work on it, right? Even if it was a, yeah. a bad relationship, it was it, the purpose of that was to have you work on it. So it doesn't matter who, it really matters what it is and, and then the, the releasing of it or letting it go. So how can people get in touch with you to work with you? What, what's the, the, way, the best way to reach out to you if I wanted to do a session with you or find out more about what you have to offer? Well, you can go to my website, and that's yourlifecore.com, or you can call me at 612-584-8673, or you can email me, Lori, at yourlifecore.com. So in my, in my um, imagination, the little girl that sits in my head, that's my imagination, I, I see you being an IT professional and then being a shaman. And, you know, you, you don't do that now. Now, are you full time doing the shamanic work or in the, in the spiritual work or do you still do both? I'm full time in the um, spiritual work. Sometimes so how, I'll long, do how long did that take? That's so beautiful. How long did it take you to, to get to that point? 
to, well, I, you know, again, when you're in the higher dimensions, fifth dimension, sixth dimension, and people ask me this all the time, time doesn't exist. And so I had two full time, my corporate and then my spiritual work. And I, I, time didn't exist for me. So I did that. I think my business really kicked in around the early 2000. But for the longest time, again, I was going to say I, I did both. And then I moved from full-time corporate work into more consulting and then I could control my schedule a little bit. But there was one last contract I took or one agreement that I took. And about a month into it, I, I met with the the business leader that I was working with and we just both agreed. I said, this, I just, I don't want to do this anymore. I can, you know, I, I can, but I just, I don't. Um, and so it was a very honoring teeter totter kind of into that world. Um, but it, but it wasn't, I, I think a lot of times people that are moving into the light work, they want to just quit their job and step into uh, step into the healing world. And quite honestly, I think spirit has put us into those jobs or into those places for us to help or for us to learn, you know, there's a purpose that we started in those areas. And when we're done, when we're done, we will be released. And that's how I looked at it too. It's like for years, I, you know, I, I pray to my angels and guides, please, you know, let, let it be now. And, and I get the message. Nope. You got work to do here yet until I changed my prayer to just say, okay, show me everything I need to do now. And I will do that, and then I'll be released. And that's where the magic really happened. It was more of that acceptance to just, okay, I'm going to be here. Show me what I need to do here, you know, where I need to go, who I need to, or what I need to learn, and then just let me be released. That's a really good message and a really good lesson. That, that, that literally is an example of surrender, where you just trust the process, it, it, and then it, and it happens. <laughs> it, it, it is. And I'll tell you, I knew I was gifted from little on, as we talked about that when I was in second grade. But when I was an executive in corporate America, and I was even writing my my books, nowhere did I believe or say, I'm going to be doing that full time. I just didn't. I really allowed and I let spirit lay the pathway. And I watched those messages, I looked for those signs, and I followed the pathway. And I'm still on that path. I'm still learning every day. I'm still bumping up against, you know, walls and stuff. It's just, it's it's what we do. Right. It is, it is. So as as we come to a close, we only have about six minutes left. I'd probably get one more caller in if we can make it quick. Because um, I do have some final thoughts I want to give you a chance to speak to. So we have you're on the air. Who are we speaking to? Yes, hi, this is Gina. Hi, hi, Gina. Hi. Um, I have a question. Um, will I hear from a guy um, that I haven't heard for like almost two weeks? Do you see him calling me back? I get a I get a strong no on that. I'm sorry. Have you reached out to him? Um, he- I I reached out to him. Uh, the last time I reached out to him, I called, and that was last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's not like him. Because normally that be me. That yeah. Do, <laughs> that do that, but um, but I was just wondering. You know, one of the things that we're experiencing now, Gina, is that people are nervous about starting anything 
And so they're they're either they're either in this I'm unsure if I want to be in a relationship or I want to be in a relationship. And so what I feel like he's giving you indications is that he's not sure. And so don't waste your time on that one. You're really at that place that you want to be in a relationship. You're looking for that. And you don't want to be second guessing. And again, with all this Venus energy and this introspection that we're in right now, people are really formulating, you know, is now the time for me to start a relationship or not? Or is it... um, is now the time to be in a more serious relationship or do I just want to hang out with people? Do I, and just, just see what happens. Okay. 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 So um, do you see a significant other coming in or when would this? So I, I feel like there's, I, I get a yes, but I also feel like you're in this place of dating. What the universe will do for us is when we're learning about ourselves and we're learning, learning about relationships, the universe will bring to us those people we need to learn from. And so I feel like you, you're in a string of you need to date. You need to date these men so that you learn what you need to learn. And it's the string. It's like he's on the end of that string. Does that make sense? So you could date three or you could date five, but it's, it's the learning. The learning part of this is to really be selective, to really make sure that, that you are with someone. Your guys are calling you almost chameleon-like, like you lose yourself when you're in a relationship. You kind of shift to bend or to allow someone to kind of step over your energy. That makes sense? Oh. You, you, there's not a, not totally not like that. I mean, because I I I believe in having your own identity, even yep. even with you with someone. Yeah. Um, so I never lose myself. Um, that probably because when I was married, you know, we tend to identify. But like if I'm dating somebody or in a relationship besides the marriage, I I'm really more um, independent in a way, not independent like. Go get myself, blah, blah, blah. I'm just independent on knowing my identity. So yep, I don't and get you're, so caught up and, in that. Yep, and you're mm-hmm. independent. But the energy that I'm picking up on is if, let's say, they call you for a date and they say, I'll pick you up at 7, but they don't show up until 7.30 or 8 o'clock, you're, you bend with that. And you go, oh, that's okay. When it's really not okay with you. Or they're, they'll say, I'll call you on Tuesday, but they don't call you on Tuesday. You bend with that. You're very accepting of that. And I'm not saying you have to be hard-nosed, but it's also, it's about respect. And so I, I think that these, the, at least the next one that's coming is teaching you somewhat of that respect or somewhat of that not to bend, not to give so much of yourself. There's there's a difference between being forgiving and compassionate and understanding because life happens. And then there's, mm-hmm. um, there's that where, where people can overstep our boundaries. Right. And so this is, this is a lesson that I feel like that the spirit is just putting in front of you to learn. So it really depends on if you learn that in the relationships to if they're, if that long-term partner is going to come in, because you're not going to accept that in a long-term partner. Does that make sense? Keep, oh, keep, yeah, date, keep, so, keep dating, dear. Just date. Yeah. And what I would ask is tell spirit, I, 
send out prayers to spirit that just says, okay, if, if there's something I need to learn about myself or about relationships, help me learn that very quickly. And, and because I'm ready for my, my long-term person. Okay. We're going to, we're going to okay. have to cut that one short. I wanted to make sure you got that last bit of information, but our show is coming to an end. Thank you for Thank calling. You. I hope that that works for you. And all good things. The show goes fast when it's an exciting and fun show, and I'd love to bring you back. Um, but uh, if you had anything you wanted to share in the last 30 seconds to, for the audience who's listening. Well, first of all, thank you very much, Angel. So appreciated tonight. I'd love to come back when it's appropriate. The message is just, you know, be in your heart. Know that you're not alone. Have confidence and trust that things will work out and are working out just as they should be. It might not be how you expected, but we're headed in the right direction. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for listening. It was such a pleasure, Lori. I have a feeling you and I are going to talk again. (laughs) Take care. God bless. And everybody have a good evening. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Good night. Bye-bye.